have you ever stopped to once to think what life is like with a disability? Greetings and salutations, my friend. I am Rochelle T. Henry, and it will be my pleasure to take you down that journey where we will discuss life lessons, stories, testimonies, and everything in between while we keep it real with no scripts, just vibes. So grab your popcorn and come along for the ride. This is Power Nuggets with RTH. You know, the honest truth is, when you haven't recorded in a while, you won't always remember every single detail of your introduction, right? This is what is happening. I've restarted my podcast about 50 different times. My neighbors must be annoyed if anybody is over there. Anyways, let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wherever in the world you are, we say welcome to another episode of Power Nuggets with RTH. I am your host, Rochelle T. Henry, and it is a pleasure for me to be here with you. If you are new here, welcome. Welcome to my creative side of the world where we share with you life lessons, stories, testimonies, and everything in between as we keep it real with no scripts, just vibe. While you are here, please to ensure that you hit the subscribe button, catch up on my previous episodes, and stick around for more. If you are returning, thank you for being here. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Rachel underscore T underscore Henry and catch up on my blogs. All this information as well as information on my guests will be in the show notes or description so ensure that you check it out thank you in advance Yay! so guys you know that i'm always asking y'all for reviews telling you to leave your reviews about the podcast and how you feel well today i have a review for you and i want to read it and give a shout out to, to this individual her name is ashley ann mott and her review via linkedin says if it is one thing i appreciate about the pandemic is the rebirth of local content creation and I love, love my people and my country. So best believe I'm a top subscriber, viewer, listener of most Jamaican TV shows, short films, podcasts, blogs, vlogs, and vlogs. And then in her Jamaican, she says, Go and create, educate, and 
entertain me. Now listening Power Nuggets with Rachel Henry. And that was via my LinkedIn. I received um, a general post. I mentioned in a general post the other day. So I wanted to share that with you. And of course, I have to give a big thank you, shout out to Ashley. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast and always engaging as best as possible. Now I know that there are some silent one of you who listens, enjoy my podcast and I appreciate you too but I wanted to give Ashley and a shout out. So yeah, thank you Ashley and for listening. I pray that you enjoy and continue to enjoy my episodes. Alright. If you know me any at all, whether online or offline, then you should know that advocacy is a huge part of my heart. I enjoy serving. I enjoy advocating, I enjoy spreading awareness. You should also know, once you listen to this podcast, once you know me online or offline or you interact with me any at all, that I do have a condition called cerebral palsy. It is Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month and if you want to hear anything about my journey, how I've been navigating life, some facts about the illness, some information, then you can listen to episode number 5 where I went in depth and I did share some facts about the condition. Every day for me is a learning curve, even as I get older and there are things that comes with CP, as it's affectionately called. Number two is that March is also being celebrated as endometriosis awareness month as it stands now I do not know of me having the condition but I still advocate for it why because I want other people to be aware I want other people to be supportive and I want other people to understand And yes, I do know persons with endometriosis. That's out of the way. Hello to everybody who has CP and or endometriosis. 
you are all champions you are all warriors and i will always be here to support you it's had it has been a pleasure to do so now my guest for today is miss Janice reese she is a past student of the St. Hughes High School for Girls, Cedar Grove Academy, and also the University of the West Indies, where she pursued a degree in Integrated Marketing Communications and a minor in Spanish. She is a CP warrior and she loves Spanish, undoubtedly and obviously. So in this episode, we will be talking to her. We will get an, an insight of what her journey was like growing up the academics, how she's monitoring life now, managing life now, monitoring and managing, yeah, I did say that, life now with the illness as she gets older, there's also some very candid moments <laughs> between the both of us, it was really a cool conversation, despite, here's my warning, not all the episode is clear, but it is clear enough, I am sure, for listening purposes and for listening. So I do pray that you enjoy this episode and you take something away from it. God bless you. Thank you for listening again. See you in my next and enjoy this episode with Denise Reese where we will talk overcoming challenges and adversities with CP. My first question is describe yourself in three words using the first three letters of your name. Hmm, okay. You definitely got me thinking. So, uh, joyous, um, empathetic, and maybe nurturing. Alright, no problem. Thank you. Um, how was childhood for you? Growing up, first of all, you you are you are you are diagnosed with what kind of condition? So I was diagnosed with palsy, and I was told that it affects my left side, mostly my left foot. Mhm. And as I grew older, like the whole thing with me and CP throughout my childhood is 
I kind of struggle because you know, everyone kind of told me that, oh, you don't have sleep anymore, you need, oh, but as I grew older, I realized that that wasn't the case at all. Right. So how was how was childhood for you? And at what age were you diagnosed? Alright, so I was diagnosed with CP at um, two years old, I think. Um, childhood was interesting. It was me um, trying to fit in. Like, I knew it um, different, for lack of a better term. Uh, but I, I, <laughs> I kind of had a hard time right um what's about education which preschool did you attend Okay, primary? No, no, primary. Oh, so it's in Ca- it's in Catherine area in Saint Catherine area, right? Yes, I'm from yes, I'm from Portmore. Uh, okay, very familiar with that territory. Um. Yeah. So how was journey through preschool and um, primary school? I know that I know that you said that it was challenging. But give me some more insight, please. Okay, sure. So, um, as I said, it, I think a lot of teachers they didn't know how to um to do with a student like me. Um, for example, as I said, uh, my my preschool teacher she said she told my parents that you know she she thinks I should get um a first. My my teacher from first grade she told my mom that hey. She doesn't think that I'll survive the first six months because I couldn't stop crying. The reason I couldn't stop crying though is because I was being bullied a lot. Like, I remember first grade pretending, even though my mom, she taught me how to read, I was pretending that I couldn't read because everyone was bullying me and mm. I just thought it was better to just, to just uh, pretend that I couldn't read instead of facing in the class. Oh, so you can uh, oh, so you kind of fit the reading. reading. You kind of fit. You kind of fit. Pretend that you couldn't read in a sense, just to get them not to pick on you. Yes. Yes. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I just. I just that's where my whole fear began because people. People have a way to doubt me and to kind of like uh, don't play who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. So that kind of led me to to have a fear of people in general, in general because I don't know how they react. And and I always am used to seeing the worst side of people because girl, I have some stories. <laughs> like I've seen the worst of people. Okay. Um. You went to St. Hughes High School, didn't you? Yes, I went to St. Hughes High School, the 30th class. <laughs> yes, five years at St. Hughes, 7 to 11 grade. 
Okay, how was how that experience? Because I know that Saint Hughes has stairs, and you with CP. How was that challenge going up and down the stairs every day for five years? Um, it, it was um, difficult to control on my body. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I was so tired because I had um I had to wake up at four thirty, and. Yeah. to you did then first of all were they aware that you have um cp because i know um, generally that they don't really accept children with disabilities or physical challenges okay. yes they, they knew that I, that I had cp you know i So you've, you know, you felt tran- um, transitioning. They have issues with coordination. Mm-hmm. But I try my hardest. Like I try my hardest, but yeah. And I know what. Well, I have some insight of what that can be like. Um. So after you left Saint Hughes, you went to. You went to UAE. What did how was that journey? I suspect that that was a bit easier because I know that UWE has um a special needs unit. Well, not really unit, but student center. How was that for you, and what did you study? Okay, so um. Uh, 
Do you have any limitations apart from um not walk not being able to walk properly because of your left side? Wow. Oh, oh, that, that, yeah. That reminds me. I can't really do anything with my hands. Mm. For example, I can't do more. I like to say that I can't do more than a half. And then you're like, hmm. The thing is that I didn't see the epic um, for my limbs because I don't know. Like, I can't start to. When I was in high school, I wanted to do anything about it. I mean, I realized that, oh, I can't type like everyone, like everyone else. I can't type it to my thumbs. I don't like to type on the phone. I, I love voice messages. Yeah, I realize. Um, I have, and I have no problem with that. I can't, like, stuff. stuff that, what, they call it, I think they call it fine motor skills. I have yes, stuff like that. Yes, fine motor skills. And my hand, I think, we'll get started on my hand. Stir, but don't it? Oh, cool. I know, girl. I know. Like for me, going in a bit into my own story because forgive forgive the dogs outside, um because I can so relate to aspects of of this story uh, because for me, I will have days when my handwriting or my penmanship is very legible. You can clearly read through it and then there are some days when I I look at my own handwriting and I'm like what is this so I can so relate to the handwriting not being pleasant um going back backtracking a bit you said that before you when to you you went to see the grove what was that um like transitioning from from saint hughes um was it the same environment i mean where structure is concerned do they have stairs did they were they aware of your situation how did you transition I mean, I was, it was a small school and I got the chance to um, excel academically. I was the top girl in grade 12 and all of that. Um, nice. They, they did, I did find one major problem. They had a, what was it, like one reading. They had, they had a space that only had one reading and I hated that. I, I love double, I love double reading. I love the Oh, and they had a, I think they had a long, um, I really love that. They had a long, um, uh, uh, what's it called? The main uh, office? What's that, that area? It's still in my mind right now. Uh, the administration area? Like, uh, like, like, I don't know why I'm thinking of Oakley. Auditorium, yes, auditorium. Oh, so okay. I, had a, I wasn't um, thinking about it. I had a room at the, the auditorium, and I really loved that. Because I prefer double, double reading. Yes. And, 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 and uh, a wheelchair. Yeah, for me to walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you won't have to do much um, climbing upstairs. Yeah. Which stream of subject did you do in high school? 
Which stream of subject did you do in high school? Oh, okay. So I'm a humanitarian girl. Um, I did, you know, English, IT. I don't remember so much about IT. Literature. Um, and most, important, most importantly, Spanish. I Spanish, Pablo Espanol, Spanish, Latina, and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I love Spanish. Yeah. I mean, just before I came on to this interview, I was just reflecting and I was saying, because I know everybody's supposed to know that I did Spanish up to grade 11, and then because of SBA pressure, which is school-based assessment for my international audience for CSEC, um, I ending up deciding not to do it, even though I love it and I can speak a level of Spanish, but it's something that I really want to get back into. So I, so I know that you're a Spanish girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that you're a Spanish girl. I love Spanish. I mean, I always wanted to do a, a foreign language. So, when I'm going to think about that, I'll probably do it and French because I love the foreign languages. I just find them, I just find them fascinating. Um, what type of person are you? Apart from being jovial and all of that, what do you do for fun? Uh, what do I do for fun? <laughs> I'm pretty laid back, you know. I like to watch Netflix, specifically mm-hmm. telenovelas, um, and YouTube. Because I know the most random stuff because I I want of a TV person I don't know from my from I'm a child I don't really I'm not really into the TV stuff unless it is educational I sit and watch it but as of late I think as of the pandemic I became very in tune to YouTube and I I enjoy um family vlogs and all that so I'm really into that Oh, but I don't like watch vlogs and those kind of stuff. Like, no, I think most of the content I watch nowadays is Spanish. Yeah. I think I'm not studying it anymore. Yeah. When when you step outside of when you step outside of the high school area, um, you will realize that you stop um practicing Spanish. As you should be. 
because I find that with myself as well like I can understand when when people speak Spanish but because because I am not necessarily practicing it as frequent I I realize that I do not remember some of this stuff so I constantly have to refresh my memory where Spanish is yeah, from. Yeah, I didn't study your subject because I took a two-day <laughs> I took a two-day three from Spanish mm-hmm. uh, before I took a two-day and then I went back to study it and I felt so dumb so like no lie it was so awful yeah but then, then I studied for four years and after you refresh but I know this I know that if I don't practice it I'll forget everything yeah it's one of those languages that you have to be constantly going back to if it's even the basics you have to constantly go back to it um what pro- what programs did you do in university okay so i studied Communication mm-hmm. as my major, and my minor was Spanish, and I was also a part of the Spanish exec, Spanish club exec for two years. Okay. Why? Why IMC? Hmm, because I believe that I don't know. I wanted to work close to communication and media. Mm-hmm. I wanted. I wanted. I believe that it, it gives me the. Or gave me the skills. So, Feb- a backstory for my audience. February 14, 2020. 
You hear me now? All right, sorry about that. So as I was saying for my audience that um, February 14, 2022 um, was a very historic day for us in Jamaica and more specifically for the disabled community uh, because our act became fully legal um, since since being passed or it came up seven years prior to being gazetted so Janice my question to you is how do you feel about the um disabled act of 2014 finally coming to pass someone the other day because somebody actually called me on the day um one of my friends joel called me on the day to congratulate me on the act finally coming to pass and i was saying to him that i came or i was aware of the act not being gazetted or passed legally when i was doing my internal assessment for Caribbean law in sixth form and I was really perturbed about it not being so for me it it's really a game changer it is really a game changer and I'm looking forward to what it has to offer or what it being in effect will bring and i'm look i'm also looking forward to more business places granting access for the disabled community oh and another you know what's an important thing like i'm going to the website now and that's what i think of it's um you know discrimination you know i think i feel that we're at risk for that and the actual help too and we won't have to work 10 times other than the regular public because for me <laughs> um, my father always said to me that I have to work 10 um, Ten times other than anybody else because of how and I and I get where he's going with that but I'm saying 
I shouldn't have to. I should have the privilege of taking my time going going through um not being worried about if I don't get a one in C sec English what would that be? I mean I'm I wanted my one in C sec English and I one moment, please. One moment, my So as I, as I was saying, you know, my father always said to me that I have to work ten times harder, and I was like, I'm always like, but I shouldn't have to be work working. 10 times other than the normal citizen and while I agree with what he says I mean for me I don't like I don't like being too pressured and so I always think you know if I get a 3 in CSEC English I shouldn't feel bad about it because of what society says I should be granted normal like everybody is. Um, you know, I can totally relate because that's, uh, I remember growing up, I said, okay, okay, I can't really just point because, you know, growing up, I don't know why, Paris sports was not really a thing. Because, mm-hmm. as I said, I cannot, I grew up, you know, everyone, like, I bought a even today. I'm talking to someone, they'll be like, Oh, but you, you're going to us tonight? And I'm like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I, oh, but, um, and I was like, Okay, so I have to throw myself in academics. And you know, that's how I was able to do well in, I guess, in everything, everything that I did well in because I was like, Okay, academic is my, academics is my only saving grace. But it shouldn't be like that, you know. But, if you go, yeah, and and also I find that a lot of um you couldn't do as much um sports activities, and if you do join the club, sometimes you won't be granted a certain position. Well, thank God for um inter school Christian fellowship and my peers at the time. I was granted um, public relations officer in grade eight, a position that I held for four years until I decided yeah, to. I, I definitely, um, I didn't. Oh my gosh, you, 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 you were that's great that you participated in clubs. Like I was so, I hate to use this term. I was like anti-social. Mhm. Anti-social. Yeah. Because. Yes. So I remember sixth form when we we had to do this. I don't remember. It was this physical game, and it's kind of hard because people look. I've had people tell me that you know, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, I remember um, being at um, the bus center and this man because I was leaning against something. He was like, oh, there's nothing. 
look at somebody and say oh she has and also if you are not fully aware of other situation then you won't know certain signs and when a CP person's in pain sometimes you won't be able to tell unless they say something to you so yeah I can definitely agree I mean for my first year being public relations officer for ISCF, Interschool Christian Fellowship, um, I had an assistant PRO because I was so concerned about, you know, not going to the all uh, the meetings that the club um, will be offering or that they're expected to be a part of. So I really give thanks for my team members, some of which I still am in contact with today. Um, because that is what ISF was for me, um, building a community oh, of uh, awesome I people. My, my moment the Spanish club was just awesome. The teachers, I mean, the, 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 the calling facilitators, the facilitators, they were amazing. They pushed me, you know, they, you know, they had to approve to go on the expect, and they approved for me to go on the expect. I, oh my gosh, I, I, I had some really amazing teachers at Haley. I love my teachers from Spanish, my Spanish teachers, and my teachers from Karimak so much. They were just incredible. Yeah, that's awesome to know. Um, what are three? What are three things? Um, that persons won't necessarily know. Or what are three confessions of a CP warrior from your end? What are three confessions of a CP warrior? From your end, that people won't necessarily know. Oh, you're yeah, breaking up. I can't hear. Hold on. Right now. So as I was saying, what are three confessions of a CP warrior from here, and that persons 
won't necessarily know about until you tell them that hey I don't like doing this or I have this issue or I have this insecurity like issues that I might have yeah that persons don't know being a CP warrior I think, can I say for example, I can't cook, like, is that a confession? Yeah, but... <laughs> like, I know, <laughs> um, well, this would be for me, but personally, like, I'm kind of thinking, you know, I, I kind of hate to say it, but, you know, I, I can't cook, I don't know why, um, I'm trying to think of two others. Uh, <laughs> um, can you give me some examples? <laughs> Alright, so like for me, I think um, people won't necessarily know because I am such a, a good conversationalist or I can use my voice. Um, you hear me? Yes. So I was saying that for me, persons don't necessarily know that I don't really like my voice or I don't like listening back to my voice. I don't like doing things more than once. Yeah, I don't. I'm getting used to that voice thing now because of the podcast and I have to do my editing and all of that. Um, secondly, I... What was I saying? So I don't like my... I don't... I'm not a fan of my voice. Um, I'm very hard on myself. So I'm super hard on myself, like, if something happens, I will be the first person before I tell anybody else that um, something breaks from me because I'll be like, how could you do that? Or why, why did you do that? So I am very hard on myself, very, very hard. So I always tell people, you know, don't be hard on me too much because I'm very hard on myself and something that you cost me about or would cost me about, I already cost myself. So when you start cursing me, me don't give myself a good dose of tracing already in my head because that's how I am. Secondly, thirdly, I don't know, I kind of find myself a bit annoying. Like, (laughs) I'm weird in a sense. And that is why I always tell the people that can tolerate me, thank you a whole lot. I sound very much like a scratch record. Um... 
I said very much like I scratch your credit and I say to Tito, thank you for accepting me, thank you for hearing me out because I know I can be um positively toxic. I feel so weird saying this, but yes, I can be positively toxic sometimes. Um, so I always like take a grain of salt before anything else. Sometimes I go through my WhatsApp messages and I be like, why do I have to be so annoying? But you know, people who get it get it. Truly. You're hard on yourself, and you did give me the final one. So you did give me three. Um. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what is your love language? Oh yeah, I remember the last one. What I is it? Prefer to speak Patois. Than standard English. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, so I prefer to speak Patra. I prefer to speak Patra more than English because I honestly I can't say some words. Some words are super hard for me to speak. My words, words I feel like when I speak English, my words don't come out properly. Even with Spanish, I skip over some words, honestly. Because for example, I doubted myself so much. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't read. I convinced my teacher I don't really like hearing it. 
too much. Like if I hear it like too much, I get really annoyed. I just be like, girl, or up and talk. Voice note, or up and down. I get like that sometimes. I get like that sometimes. Yeah. Like the other day I sent my cousin and I were talking, right? Uh-huh. And I sent her a voice note. But I did not realize that the voice note gone for four minutes. Yes, so when I pressed the the button for sending through, I was like, why the hell do I have why the hell do I have a four minute voice note? My cousin was like, you're too dramatic. So I, when I say I don't like my voice, don't get me wrong, I love my voice, but I don't like hearing it too much. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is your love language? Love language. Uh, quality time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes, quality time. I'm not a material girl. I don't used to do one of my favorite songs when I was a kid, but oh, uh, don't buy me diamonds. Don't buy me pearls. No, no, do matter. Give me your time. Yeah. For me, I am. Um, I am words of affirmation. I sometimes, I sometimes don't like, but I am. I. It's not that I am asking for validation, really. But it gives me a sense of confidence. Like, yeah, girl, you you, you can do this. People is out here cheering for you. I think my second. My second love language would definitely have to be acts of service. And my third is definitely quality time. But if you ask me, I would probably say quality time and acts of service more. Because, I mean, just knowing that you are there, you are there to hear me out, is enough. For me to say, yeah, all right, somebody get me, no, somebody get me, so yeah. Um, I'm going back to a question that I did not ask you in the beginning, but I know based on your interviews prior to Power Nuggets that um, you are premature um baby you are preemie like myself how how is that yeah i was told that i was supposed to be born in october but i was born september 20. i think my mom had me seven or i don't know i don't know but um yeah i was born 2.4 ounces they say tell me all the time they used to have to cry me around you know or something like that. Um, I spent 21 days in the hospital. 
my mom was like, I was winding up, like, on a Sunday, but she didn't see me until the Wednesday. And I recently learned that, hey, I, you know, I lost oxygen at first, but then my mommy was just telling me the other day that, you know, um, why do you in the room? You weren't getting enough oxygen either, so that's why the doctors are like, okay, we have to get you out now. Oh. And I was like, wow. First of all, um, you were heavier than me because I was what, 1.4. Yeah, I guess I was 1.4. I was to be born in February 2000. I ending up, I came in December 99 and I say that God has God worked so perfectly also that's fine um also I spent two months in so I was I was born like in December and I did not came I did not come home until about I did not get home until February. <laughs> so basically Wow God, glory to God that you are here. Yeah. I say that my mommy had a lot of strength because I don't know how she I don't know how she do it. I don't know. Like, we can't tell you. So, yeah. But I can definitely. Oh, you're up. You hear me now? As I was saying, listening to your story and having the chance to chat with you and getting your story on my podcast. It definitely tells me that we are twins. CP twins. Yes, yes. No problem. Oh, I'm so excited. Super duper excited for CP Awareness Month. Super excited about that. I think yeah. it's the first time I'm actually going to be like celebrating it, celebrating it. Like, I even got a shirt on everything. Super That's excited. awesome. <laughs> So yeah, um, we can definitely relate on majority of the aspects, and I realize that a lot of CP when you when you speak to a CP warrior, as I call them, I'm always finding words to call people. Um, when you speak to them or when you hear their stories, a lot of CP warriors and people in wheelchair and people with physical challenges they wear glasses like that's a similarity that I find with majority of us She does patterns. To me, that's so cool. 
That's cool. And I'm a pageant girl. I love, I love, I love pageants. Like, in pageant season, don't disturb me. Like, do not. I, I love pageants. I love culture. I absolutely love culture. Absolutely, absolutely. Hold on. So, seeing that it is CP Awareness Month, I would like you to give my audience, my CP Warriors, for those listening, and my general audience, my general royalties, as I call them, um, some words of advice, some power nuggets from your very own journey. Why did I say that? That's very... Um, advice for navigating like or what it is like navigating life with CP from your end. Okay. Alright, so my advice is keep pushing like it like you can't give up. Okay? Like you're gonna have this like concur with the sentiments I definitely do because trust me you will have you will have days when you'll be like why am I even doing this and just by somebody saying you can do this you'll be like okay I do have somebody in my corner let me just do it for even this one person so go ahead because other people telling you that oh you're at a certain stage in your life nowhere you should be cooking you should be doing your own makeup I mean your journey is your journey they as I always say to people not because you live with somebody means that you know them inside out 
definitely not because you live with somebody means that you you know them inside out. So thank you, Dennis, for stopping by Pound Nuggets with RTH. I do believe and I do trust that somebody grabbed something from our conversation today. And I really appreciate you stopping by despite the environmental challenges that we both had. And you too. And I will call on you again, um, if needed, because I do. Sure, sure, sure. I do. I do believe that there will be more um, conversations to be had. So definitely, thank you again. All right. Until next time, my friends, I am Richard C. Henry, reminding you to let your light so shine before men that they might see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And remember that somebody loves you.